Anyway, this is Rich Rothman. Uh, I am your host. Uh, this is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT. We're also streaming live at uh, 1360WKAT.com as well as you need only go to uh, the, the Rich Rothman Show.com and you can, uh, you can uh, click on and listen to the show live. We're also uh, podcasting. Uh, we were approved, for those of you who are listening uh, last week, we've been approved by Apple. We were on iTunes. Ta-da! Yay! I know. And 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 Jesus Perez, our webmaster. Webmaster, may I please come in? You may. Yes, that's really like an S. Webmaster, may I please have a drink? No, you may not have a drink. Off the head. You are in the evil world of Ginfalo. You mm. cannot have a drink. Yes, I but I need one. Anyway, I know where I'm going with that. I just What's felt like doing a Muppet thing. So let's talk about the show. Um, first of all, we have, we have well, it's Thursday, which means it's Jeff Zabar Day. So Jeff Zabar is going to be on the show today, uh, yes. about in a half hour from now, mm-hmm. talking about the wonderful world of technology, home technology, home office, something that, hey, pretty soon you can just work right from your bed. Don't even leave. In fact, you can do that now. Yes. You don't have to leave your bed and do work. Grab that wireless, that Wi-Fi or... Uh, Ymax unit and just sit there and I'm sure Jeff could tell us how not to leave bed. In fact, we should we should do a contest. See who can stay in bed longest. Who can stay in bed longest? Short of bathroom breaks, we'll allow X number of bathroom breaks, but you can do all your work from your bed. I like that. That's not a bad idea. That's an interesting thing. Maybe everybody could join in. Well, prostitutes can't be in this. Oh. I just want you to be aware that of that. Well, because no, I can't do that. Bed. Sorry, no prostitutes. But yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. And then uh, continuing. Oh my God, I can't believe this, this segue. This is not a good segue. All right, I'm not going to go there yet. And then uh, we're going to have Jay uh, Blanton on the phone. Jay Blanton's executive director for public relations and marketing at the University of Can- uh, Kentucky. And you almost said Kansas. I know. I, I almost did that again, didn't I? Because yes. it's a UK thing, and, and you're in front of me. It's KU. It, that's KU. This is UK. Right. And, and that's, that's and therein lies their problem. That's a big difference. It's a big difference. But we're going to talk to Jay. Not a long time, but we're going to talk to Jay about a. Uh, it's really crisis management on the internet. Where a rumor started a year ago. I will say it's false. By the way, let me repeat. The rumor that we're going to talk about is false. That the, and the rumor was when you, if you go online, maybe some of you have seen it, uh, that uh, the University of Kentucky dropped studying the Holocaust from the curriculum, and uh, and I didn't believe it, and uh, a number of other people didn't believe it, so I just went ahead and called the school the other day when I saw it, and Jay was kind enough to call me back. He gave me a number of uh, conversations and links, and we'll go into that later. But yes, it is a, it, it is a bunky mythology. It doesn't exist. It's amazing what people can say and get away with on the internet. Well, you know, uh, we've talked about crisis management before, but with the internet, you know, people can say, do anything, and more importantly, even if they do find something, all everyone has to do is take their cell phone out, hold it up, if you got one of the newer phones and new generations, and boom, you can do, you know, video, or you can do single, you know, clicks. Right. That's how those cops were found in Philadelphia, found out to be beating the heck out of the... uh, uh, the suspects and, and um, the guys who were murdering cops and and even if they were the suspects now it's gonna they're gonna walk on that I mean eleven cops beating them up that's just so all of that is part of crisis management and certainly Jay has a, a, a very relevant conversation as it relates to you yeah. know what happened at at, at Kentucky Kentucky oh, I'm, I'm so sorry thank you yeah so we're feeling better about that and then uh, then later we have uh, of course in our continuing conversation on women in business. 
We have um, uh, Meredith Port, who is with uh, producer and host of WLRN Public Television. She's been there for oh, she's been producing for 25 years, Wanda. Something like that. She's been around for a while. Yes, she's a, she's a staple in the community. She's a staple in the community. She is an icon in the arts community. In the arts community, you mention Meredith and you get a painting. Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, it's like wait a minute, you're a friend of Meredith. Here, take this. You can have it. We didn't need it. We want you to have it. We love Meredith. Anyway, she's going to be on the show. And we're going to talk about successful women. And, of course, Meredith is in that group. And um, along the way, we're also going to be talking to Stephanie Nevodomsky-Burden. But we're going to say Stephanie Burden to make it easy for me. Yeah. All right. And Stephanie, who uh, was at a, um, a, a very important uh, a, a program for um, Women in International Business Forum, where they hand out a number of awards, is an expert on um, uh, women trying to get ahead, uh, getting ahead by going abroad, a woman's guide to fast-track success. And very often, women have to leave this country, go overseas, find their success, and then they can come back when they're at, an, at a higher level. Hey, I'll tell you what, I don't think that's such a bad idea for anybody. Well, if they can do it for me while it's summer in Jasper, Canada, I'd be really happy because I, I think I want to live in Jasper, Canada. Do you really? Yeah, I really I could go there. You're gonna freeze your. Oh no, I want to do that. You're crazy. I'm looking That's forward cold. to that. No, I'm gonna cold. do that. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna bus at the Jasper Lodge. I'm gonna be a bus boy yeah, at bus the Jasper boy, Lodge. Jasper I am gonna do that. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. am. Listen to me. I'm yeah. doing it. <laughs> I don't think so. Yes, I can. So anyway, so we're going to have uh, some very, very interesting people on the show today. It's going to be a very exciting show, very quick pace. We have I'm much excited. to talk about. No, we got all sorts of things happening. If, if it can be as good as Friday was, uh, it, it's a great show. Friday was such a fun show. You I don't even remember. Good. I don't remember from Friday. Yeah, we're moving so, forward. We we're going forward, baby. Forward. We're not going it's back. So much fun. We had fun. We're going to have fun today. We're going to be serious, but we're going to have to come back because we got to make a buck. And as soon as we come back on the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT, we are are talking about the vandals in Stonehenge. We'll be right back. This is Rothman. Take so evening out with my wife at Biltmore Carl Gables Miami, a golf and spa resort. Maybe we'll start the evening with a five-star dinner at the newly opened Fontana Ristorante. Enjoying their authentic Italian cuisine prepared by renowned chef Gaetano Accione. Or perhaps we'll dine at the acclaimed Palm d'Or restaurant. Zagat called Palm d'Or one of the best restaurants in the country. South Florida's best restaurants are at the Biltmore Carl Gables Miami. On Thursday after dinner, we could really enjoy Biltmore Unplugged. Live jazz music poolside at the Cascade Bar and Grill. Fine food and live jazz is awaiting your next romantic evening at Biltmore Carl Gables Miami, a golf and spa resort. Visit www.biltmorehotel.com for more information or call them at 1-800-747-1926 for reservations. The perfect night out is at Biltmore Carl Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. In today's volatile investing environment, you need a valued and trusted partner who can build and sustain your financial security. You have that partner in the investment firm of Investor Solutions. Named on Bloomberg's list of top wealth managers and by Barron's as one of the top 100 best independent financial advisors in the country, Investor Solutions specializes in wealth management along with the full range of retirement planning and fiduciary services for high net worth individuals and their families, charitable foundations and organizations, business firms, trust endowments, and other institutional entities. 
Call at 800-508-8500 now for a no-obligation, honest, professional assessment of your current portfolio. That's 1-800-508-8500 or go to Investorsolutions.com for more information. No name is more synonymous with success than Miami Dolphins owner H. Wayne Heisinger, architect of three Fortune 500 companies, including AutoNation and Blockbuster. This renowned entrepreneur has brought his unique business approach to the classroom with the Heisinger School of Business at Nova Southeastern University. With a faculty of real-world leaders and a curriculum based on Heisinger's entrepreneurial ideals, the Heisinger School of Business offers the rare opportunity to learn the ropes from someone who's climbed their way to the very top. Apply now at nova.edu slash business. The Miami Science Museum has something new for everyone. Walk among the largest creatures to have ever inhabited the Earth in the Dinosaurs of China exhibit. Enjoy our spectacular planetarium and laser shows. And interact with the creatures that live in the renovated Wildlife Center. Also, don't miss out on our fabulous First Fridays, our MySci FYI Science Lecture Series, and our MySci Professional Mixers. Visit the museum's website, www.miamisci.org. That's miamisci.org. For more info, MySci. It's not the science museum you remember. If you'd like to advance your HR career, then the Essentials of Human Resources Management Program at Florida International University is where you need to be from May 5th to June 9th. This program provides a complete overview of human resources issues and responsibilities by teaching you how to apply best practices to daily HR operations. FIU's Essentials of Human Resources Management Program was developed under an exclusive partnership arrangement with SH. RM, the Society of Human Resource Management, along with exclusive input from leading HR experts, HR practitioners, and legal counsel. In fact, no other HR fundamentals program offers more relevant content or this degree of quality assurance. To enroll in FIU's Essentials of Human Resources Management starting May 5th through June 9th, call 305-348-4217 for all the details and registration. A new terminal that is larger than some mid-sized U.S. airports. The new Miami International Airport. A new 350-space ground-level short-term parking lot. The new Miami International Airport. The only U.S. airport with fleet pods. The new Miami International Airport. The international gateway to the Americas with more flights to South America than all U.S. airports combined. The new Miami International Airport. And coming soon, 61 new retail and food shops to add to your airport's savoir faire. Come experience the new Miami International Airport and watch us move towards the future. The new Miami International Airport. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL. Customer service is back in shipping. It's South Florida's newest and freshest talk show. Oh, it's true. This is the Rich Rothman Show. It's true. On 1360. It's true. It's true. WKAT. That you should Welcome back to Ballroom Dancing 101 with Jason Taylor. With Jason Taylor. That's right. This afternoon we're having dancing lessons with our good friends Arthur Murray and Jason Taylor. Arthur is now looking very well these days. He's been dead for about 40 years. But Jason is. But Jason's doing great. 
Looking good. Hey, listen. <laughs> Wanda pointed something out to me, yeah. and I wish to make a, a public announcement and an apology. Da, 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 da. It's da, wonderful. Da, 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 da. Uh, it's Stacy and Berdan. It's Stacy and Berdan, and for some foolish reason, when I was preparing for the show, what happens? And I did my little scripting here. I wrote down Stephanie. Obviously, I was thinking of somebody from high school. I have no idea why I did that. But um, okay, my apologies. I, I do make mistakes, and it was a dumb mistake, and I apologize for that. Forgiven. And and, and I hope God will forgive me for that as well. Well, we forgive you. I know Wanda forgives me, and if she doesn't, I get in trouble. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Let's go to Jay's. Jay on the phone. Yes, he is. Hey, Jay. Rich Rothman speaking. How are you? Hey, Rich. How are you? I'm great. I am fine. Let me just uh, frame this out a little bit. Jay Blanton is the executive director for public relations and marketing at the University of Kentucky. Uh, to be clear on that, and and the reason we're talking to Jay, and uh, is because I someone sent me an email, and the email was rather perverse. I mean, it was very very strange when I looked at it, and it was talking about concentration camps and Eisen, it's it's called Eisenhower and Dachau, which is something that I'm sure if I got it, a, a gazillion other people got it. And it talks about, you know, Eisenhower's concept that, you know, it's important to, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but to document what happened, make sure people see it. So geniuses and wonderful human beings like, let me think, Akhmadinejad and others like that won't come back someday and say it never happened. Right. Okay, right. So along the way in that email, there's a statement that says, this week the University of Kentucky removed the Holocaust from its school curriculum because it offended the Muslim population, which claims it never occurred. And then it says, this is a frightening point to know the fear that is gripping the world and how easily each country is giving into it. Okay, then it goes on and some other real negativity. And, and I didn't believe it. I mean, I read it and I said, well, for, first of all, you know, I went to a major university and UK is a major university. And I can't even imagine curriculums being adjusted for the benefit of a certain group of people. It's just not going to happen. Not, not here. Not in the United States. So, being the going out of the way to make sure that our audience gets the most important knowledge out there, because I know that if I got it, they got it, I called the school. And uh, and Jay was kind enough to return the call. And Jay, so first let's make it real clear, and I want to state it, third person, not you, right. outside, this is false. This yep. is false, this is a lie, this is a myth, this doesn't exist, and has been responded to. And this has been going on for how long, Jay? Over a year, uh, probably April of... Uh April of last year it started, and uh, I think uh, this is a really powerful illustration of both the potential and the flip side, the perversity of the Internet <laughs> in some ways. Uh, about a year ago, there was a story out of London in one of the papers over there, the Daily Telegraph, that had published an online article about a national commission in Britain that was recommending different ways, the best ways to teach kids, you know, rather difficult subject matter like the Holocaust. And there was a subsequent article that mentioned a school in Birmingham, England, that had dropped the Holocaust from their studies because of fear they would incite anti-Semitic comments from some of the Muslim students there. The, the suffix, uh, you know, the, it, it, the abbreviation in the story was UK, um, before United Kingdom, of course. Well, somehow that got twisted around and got on the Internet in a massive... Uh, email that has been sent to listservs with the intent, I think it says in the email, trying to reach some 40 million people, that UK wasn't United Kingdom, but was actually University of Kentucky. And so that's how this thing got started. And at first, April of 2007, we got a couple emails, and we thought, oh, this is kind of goofy, <laughs> and didn't really worry about it. But then when many people from across the institution, myself, the president, our provost, deans, 
started literally getting dozens of emails a day and getting media inquiries and getting you know emails and contact from folks obviously very intelligent people completely believing this um we thought you know we got to do something about this it's no kidding affecting the reputation of the school and not to mention that it's utterly and as you i appreciate you calling and, and just saying it as a third party patently false um so we started to try and investigate some ways to uh, obviously we're in a reactive mode to, but but to more aggressively uh, refute and rebut the rumor and we've tried a variety of approach, approaches but to this day we continue to get emails i got an email actually not too long before you called about it with someone with with the Eisenhower and Dachau, um uh email sending it to me and asking me if this is true some people aren't that polite <laughs> well no i can understand that but you know uh the interesting thing is when you go on snopes.com right. uh it also uh debunks the right. the story coming out of england Right, right, yeah. No. yeah. And in fact, when we put out a news release about it, we, 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 uh, uh, several months ago, we pointed people toward the snopes.com site, which is a really good, very comprehensive yep. look at the sort of the genesis of this, of this rumor, um, and looking at, and, you know, how, how it started, looking at the stories, and, and you get into the fact that, yeah, we don't, and as we put out in our news release, we don't know the veracity of the story in England even. So I think you're exactly right. I mean, so it's, they may have been wrong, even this, but, but, that's how it started. It has literally um, it has slowed down somewhat in in recent weeks. But you know, up until the last couple of weeks, I've literally seven days a week um, for the last several months have gotten several emails a day about this, and and we try and send them a, a pretty lengthy. And I think I sent it to you, sort of what our response is with right. a number of websites where you can go and find it. You know, if you don't want to take the university's word for it, which I hope most folks would, but you know, a number of different sites. I mean, the New York Times has done an article about. Right. Well, I was going to say that. What I will do, and, and yes, you can you can reference the New York Times, you can reference Snopes, you can of course reference the university. Right. I mean, there's a very good comment that the university. I don't know whether you wrote it, but it says the academic administration of the University of Kentucky would never permit such a grotesque lapse in its commitment to the principle of academic freedom. Absolutely. Let us bury this rumor. It is a distortion of the realities on and off campus. That's right. That's exactly fact, It's one of our assistant provosts in the administration, a gentleman named Richard Greisman, who wrote that. And, and, you know, and the ironic thing here, the kind of sad thing here, is actually we have, we have tried to expand our commitment, actually, to Judaic studies at our institution. Right. We have a professor, a history professor at our institution, Jeremy Pop, uh, who is a, a leading professor in this field who has taught for many, many years a course on the Holocaust that is actually one of the most popular courses at our institution. He has to turn students away from it. Um, and we've tried to add courses uh, in Judaic studies and in this area. And, and like I said, Dr. Popkin is nationally renowned, and his father was a nationally renowned scholar as well um, in this area. So, I mean, that, that's kind of the irony of this thing. We're actually, at the time that this email is coming out, with this you know, kind of hideous and unfounded rumor, we've been in the process of trying to expand our area of study here because we're an institution that's trying to, to, to grow academically and reputation. And one of the ways you do it, one of the things I think we recognize is that in a, in a, in a truly global world, in a global economy, you've got to help your students broaden their, broaden their horizons. Diversify. International in approach, and, and that's one of the ways you do that. Got to diversify. That's well, exactly here's what right. we're going to do, just to make sure that 
Remember, we're in South Florida. Things are a little slower here. See, we're so close to the U.S., but we're really in, you know, Latin America and the Caribbean. Right. You know, that's what Dante Vassell used to say. That was a neat thing about Florida, Dante said that. We're so close to the U.S., you know, but we are, you know. And, of course, he put through the Caribbean initiative, but um, 409. But uh, but here, we're going to go ahead and post it on our site to let people collect, uh, connect to the, uh, the New York Times article and Great. your comments. And it'll be there just for a little bit, and then we're going to just forget about it because it's stupid. <laughs> but, uh, hey, you know, there are a lot of stupid people in the world, many of whom are on I-95 right now coming out of Miami. And they're listening to me, so we want to make sure that they, uh, the trainables don't, you know, do stupid things. So, listen, Jay, it's been wonderful speaking to you. I want, I want you to know we appreciate you. I know you're busy, and you run a big school, and certainly the horses up there are better than they are down here. I want you to know that. <laughs> Y'all get good racing down there, too. Well, well you but, have better basketball, for sure. Oh. Well, there we go. You know, and we're, and we're getting better in football, so, you know, we're, no, we're, we're That's trying. true. You know, wait a minute, Bruce. Uh, Bruce is my partner, and he, he's owned companies. With them. Didn't we, we, when we were in Kansas... Didn't Kentucky play up there? Didn't we? Did we go see them? I don't. Kansas and Kentucky have played a number of times. Aren't, and, and weren't they rivals? I mean, heated well, rivals yeah, but, about uh, three years ago. The, the Adolph Rupp, their their great coach, is a, a KU alum. There's that's a lot of that's the connection. Right. That's, that's the. I knew there was a a Kansas connection there. <laughs> I don't know, Jay. We're going to have to get back to you basketball season next year. We're going to have to have this conversation again. Oh, boy. Absolutely. We'd love to. <laughs> well, you, you guys have a great coach. Billy Gillespie's a great guy, and, sure. and you really enjoy having him, I'm sure. Yeah, we do. We're uh, looking forward to uh, hopefully a uh, uh, long run uh, of, uh, of what we're used to of some national prominence in basketball. So, <laughs> Well, listen, Jay, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll keep the truth going down here for you. Hey, I very much appreciate that. That's, that's very kind of you all. Okay, Jay. Have a great day. Yeah, right, you too. Good, have a good holiday too. Okay, you too. Bye. All right, I just I just had to do that because when I read this, I said, you know, this. And I'm looking at it. and My first here, comment, here. my first comment was, you know, I'm yeah, the hell with this. I'm really upset. You know, the, the right. Jewish side of me came out. You know, I said, imagine. Oh, <laughs> just what a shock. <laughs> you know, the circumcised side yeah, of me said, I didn't get hurt for nothing. <laughs> I, you know, but the reality of it is, this is bogus. And 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 crisis management in corporate and and a, and a university is a corporate environment, right? You know, is that someone's job? Is there a crisis management person, or who does that? Well, you know what? Um, I, I attended a, a seminar, a private seminar at Burson Marsteller. And maybe we'll get Santiago Hinojosa on the line or in the studio. He's right here in Miami. The CEO for Latin America is based here. Good friend of ours, Santiago Hinojosa, that person. As a matter of fact, uh, Stacy uh, mm -hmm. used to work with him. Good. So we can talk about it. We will talk. We'll ask okay. her about that. Right. Yeah. But you know what? It's very, very important. Because things How get important? out. Well, very, very <laughs> important. Gotcha. Not very important. Very, very, very important. I, well, I, you know I just want to say it's very important. <laughs> Very important. I, I told her, it, it is the problem is is is, but um, uh, no, it's important because it gets out of control. Well, when when I owned the Applebee's restaurants, one of the things that uh, we we discussed in uh, our uh, Applebee's in our national conventions was how to handle those kinds of issues that come up because you know you get you you don't you don't like Applebee's that. I've never been to an Applebee's. No, they're good. They are but good. Oh, the other thing is that uh, when you have restaurants 
you have a situation where food poisoning or, or stories like this come out on the mm. Internet and they can destroy Fingers and revenues. Oh, yeah. Oh, look what happened at Wendy's. That woman yeah. faked it, remember? Mm, right. She had, a, she had a bogus finger in there or something, and, then, and they traced it back to her. Right, and those kinds of crises. But it didn't make any difference. Well, yeah, but you know when you lose a week's revenue? That's forever. Right. It's gone forever. Because your profit, gross profit margins are very slim, aren't they? Right. So uh, a week's revenue gone and can kill you. it was a slim you. finger. Right. It's a little finger to yeah. all that. Yeah. And, and so that crisis management's critical. Think about the fact that uh, this kind of rumor for a university could be very detrimental when you're recruiting kids all over southeastern part of the United States. Right. No, no, no. And, and, I was, and Jay was terrific, and he got back to me right away. And uh, I originally called the provost and the president. And uh, and obviously they, they have a protocol for that and they followed through because I'm probably one of 40,000 people that called it. Well, you know, Rich, you mentioned the Snopes site. Sure, how, Bruce. Many, how many times have you gotten an email about something that seemed a little bit stupid and you run it through Snopes and you find out that it is stupid? That it. I mean, I, I'll bet two out of every three emails that I get about something that's uh, like this, this story on the University of Kentucky, Snopes catches them you know, uh, that's it's very good. So the New York Times caught this right away, just FYI. And and there's a well, there's an honest page. No, they are still a, a respected newspaper. Right. Not necessarily in my house, but a respected <laughs> newspaper. And and they caught it. So yeah, crisis management important. We'll discuss it. That that's worthy of a topic for some specialists. But I think they've done a good job. And then the the good thing is that people like Jay and the, the school get on top of these things right away. The worst thing you can do is not get on top of it right. and not discuss it and not uh, uh, go head on right into it and say, hey, it's wrong, it's lie, it's false, here are the reasons. First of all, here's our statement clearly stating that. No questioning. Number two, here's a third party, a fourth party, and a fifth party. They've investigated it. They all know it's false. And as a matter of fact, the original article was bogus anyway, according to Snopes. Right. So that, that's all. That's really good. well. Here's my segue. Okay. Just for a minute. Just want to do this a little. I'm hanging on. Segue. Want to do this? Uh, uh, in England, and you know where I'm going with this thing about yeah, yeah. you know the vandals. Just I, I know all those out there. Uh, most of you out there, raise your hand if you were in Stonehenge. I mean, you were in Stone. Anyone? Anybody been to Stonehenge? Raise their hand. Uh, most yeah, of you. Well, a lot of people a on, on so I can count. Yeah, please. US one, keep them up. Hi, would you please? Because we want to. While you're driving, just yeah, one. No, no, it's one hand. They can do that. Okay. You know, wave your hand. Okay. Because a lot of people have been to Stonehenge. Now, if you understand Stonehenge, it's 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 beautiful. It's mystical. It's it's uh, first of all, it's beautiful because it's out in the countryside of England. It's just just bloody gorgeous. You know. Bloody. Bloody. Uh, bloody gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I told you, John. It doesn't have to happen that way. It's so sexy that accent. I know. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but um but when you get there and if you get there at certain times of the year it's foggy which it is it's got a little mist coming across it's, so it's really a neat place the the, the rocks are 5000 years old i mean they go back a long way you know and they're and big rocks big rocks big 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 rocks and you really it used to be you know 10 15 years ago you can go up there and you can put your hand on them and you know kind of Go back in the past in your mind or something. And then my, and the last trip I was there with Gloria, that was a couple of years ago. I think three years ago I was there. My Yeah, three years ago. 
um, I went to Stonehenge and uh, and it was wonderful. But you can't go close to it because now because oh, people you can't are touch it now? no, not anymore. No, no, no because because people are morons. You know, and they as keep evidence. as evidence. Yeah. So what happens last night? Two kids go up there with a hammer and a screwdriver, like a chisel screwdriver, and they chop a piece of Stonehenge rock off, one of the main rocks. There, two. There are two rocks. One's at the head, and one's laying down, uh, kind of towards the center. And so they chip the two main rocks, um, one on the head, one on the center. Uh, took a two-inch round, you know, radius chip of. Uh, rock away and then they scratched put lines in the other one but they it was on video because they they have it under surveillance at all times and evidently they got security out there in a nanosecond and they, and they I don't know if they caught the people or not I don't think they did but um they've seen them they're on videotape the British are very very good if you remember from the terrorist thing from 2 years ago mm -hmm. the bombings in the subway and on the buses and they got those kids you know those miserable SOBs and about 4 or 5 days they were arrested Right. You know, they track them down. They're they terrific. they got cameras out in the field next to it. I think they have the cameras on the cows. <laughs> there are cows all around the area. Cow cam. Yeah, cow cam. <laughs> you know, they, they have Elsie's out there. Um, I'm Elsie the cow. I'm out here, and I'm going oh, to catch little, your little bottom because I'm the Elsie the cow, the cow I'm cam. I'm pointing my cow cam right, right, right. at these guys. So, I got your cow cam. <laughs> yeah, I get So, they, anyway, it just it broke my heart when I saw that. Uh, I did, what type of a world are we in? We're in a miserable world. Yeah. But they do that. Now, the other thing that we want to talk about uh, prior to uh, a break, which is going to come up in about four and a half minutes, is uh, what just came across today about Texas, about the 400 uh, children, is it right? Right, the children of the uh, polygamist uh, group in Texas. Uh, the appeals court held that uh, they were wrongly taken from their parents that in the hearing that they had, it was a chaotic hearing where there was no evidence presented that the children were in immediate danger. Uh, you might recall at the time we talked a little bit, Rich, about the fact that how can they come in and just take kids away from their parents? And evidently that's what the appellate court said as well. Well, you see, the guy, you're an attorney, so we can, I want to, you're going to give us your opinion from a legal edu educated point of view. But from my point of view, being a lady, of course you see it on the news and it gets very titillated and exciting and you know, have to you know excel ratings and your presumption of guilt is there, not innocence, guilt. Right. So we're convinced that it's a polygamist environment, which it might very well be. Right, but you know? but even at that And they should have taken the children away because after all, what we're told on the news I'm not saying it's a fact, I'm saying what I heard on the news was that uh, they were um, forcing the 13-year-old girls to have sex and get married and have babies right. at a very young age. That's kind of perverse in my mind, by the way. Well, it might be perverse in a lot of people's mind, but, but the test to take children away from their parents is that they be in immediate danger. And there was no evidence, according to the appellate court, that there was any immediate danger to the children. That doesn't mean that ultimately they might not have a hearing where they show that there is danger to the children, although not of an immediate nature, or or it might be just, you know, that, that it's an unhealthy environment or something. But to take the children away from, from their parents the way they were taken required an immediate danger to the children, and that's where the appellate court drew the line. So the, the legality, of course, won out, and again, the, the rules of law are in force. Right. Now, 
doesn't mean they can't go back and do this all over again in another form and fashion, but it really doesn't play well for the prosecuting attorneys at this right. point. You know, and from our point of view, we, we want our, our Bill of Rights protected. We want, we want our children protected from being just taken out of our homes. Uh, if, there, if there's no immediate danger to the children, then you have to go through a process. And that's what the prosecution in this case needed to do is go through a process. And the point is they didn't have their, evidently they didn't have their act together enough that's to do right. this. Because if they presented the case well, now was this in a federal court or a state court? It's a state court. State court. So if they had presented it well to the judge, then the judge would have had um, evidentiary things on the desk that said, hey, there's this is really happening. Here's this, here's this case, here's this case study, here's this case study. We have clearly shown that there is a danger to the children, and that is why the state took the ch children away, and we're going to, you know, Right. follow through on a lawsuit right. or prosecution. But what the appellate court said is it was a chaotic situation and there was no immediate danger shown to, to exist for the children. So, uh, you know, I, I, I applaud the, the appellate court for putting a stop to the to the to the situation that might exist where children can be, I mean, you sh you don't want your children to be taken out of their environment, split up, and put all over the country. You don't know. We don't know the facts. Well, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But I say someone's not going to have a good evening tonight. No. On the prosecution team, that's for sure. No, and they shouldn't. Now, this is a district attorney, is the one who's going to be talking to the prosecuting attorneys. Or was the DA itself in trouble for this? DA itself. I and who does the DA report to? I, you know what? Some. I don't, I don't know the Texas court system right. And, I, and I'm, we're just looking at what's being reported on the internet at this point in time. So. What is? What is? It is. We'll find it. Is. Okay, listen. We're gonna come back. We gotta take a short break. We're gonna be right back uh, with Jeff Sabar. This is Rich Rothman on the Rich Rothman Show, 1360 WKAT. Don't go anywhere. We got some good stuff. Pizza Fusion, America's greenest restaurant, is now open in Weston, saving the earth one pizza at a time. Pizza Fusion serves a gourmet and organic menu of pizza, focaccia sandwiches, wraps, desserts, beer, and wine. All Pizza Fusion items are served in their purest form, untainted by the artificial additives such as sweeteners, pesticides, preservatives, and hormones. Enjoy our fresh salads, breads, dips, wraps, and pizzas. All mates order upon your requests with specialty toppings like goat cheese, Key West shrimp, wild lobster, spinach, eggplant, feta cheese, and more. It's all organic, natural, and delicious at Pizza Fusion. Come in today to Pizza Fusion at 2378 Weston Road in Weston and build your own pizza. Call 954-641-5353 for more information. Pizza Fusion in Weston. Saving the earth one pizza at a time. Hi, I'm Rich Rothman, and here's a great opportunity for all of my listeners who are attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. You know, now you can borrow up to $625,000, including lines of credit, term and vehicle loans, at exceptional rates and terms. Introducing Total Pro financial lending packages from Total Bank, especially designed for attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. The best, easiest, and fastest financial assistance you could ever wish to have, whether you have an established practice or you're just 
just starting out. And with Total Bank, it's minimum paperwork and 24-hour pre-approval. Just visit www.totalbank.com for all the details. Or you can call Ivis Leon at 305-476-6273. I'm going to tell you again, that's 305-476-6273. And remember, easy lending with Total Pro from Total Bank. Apply today. Total Bank. Member FDIC. Do you have aging on your mind? Is your health and well-being a major concern in your life? With the rising cost of health care and the many risks associated with prescription medications, an increasing number of Americans are turning to preventative therapies. A world-class team of PhDs and medical doctors from both Eastern and Western traditions has been assembled to formulate a breakthrough nutritional beverage with the wholehearted endorsement of the Chopra Center for Well-Being. Founded by Dr. Deepak Chopra, this team of doctors is proud to bring you Zri. Zri is a delicious synergistic blend of seven powerful herbs, fruits, and botanicals designed to restore your youth. Zri is the perfect addition to your healthy lifestyle, safe and effective for people of all ages. This is an invitation to try Zri today and the offer of a 30-day money-back guarantee. Zri is brand new to the market and is not available at retail stores or your supply of Zri today. Visit bestliquidnutrition.com. Experience the gift of health and well-being. Bestliquidnutrition.com. You gotta be here Fish Friday, May 23rd, as your Marlins battle the Giants at 710. We're celebrating Cuban Heritage Night. Grab a CBS 454 pack and be here early for the Budweiser Fiesta Latina at the strike zone at Gate H. 100 lucky fans win an authentic Rawlings baseball autographed by the 2008 Marlins team on Scratch Off Friday presented by Comcast. Plus, stay after the game for the 10th inning party at the strike zone. Call 1-877-MARLINS or visit FloridaMarlins.com. Marlins baseball, you gotta be here. A new terminal that is larger than some mid-sized U.S. airport. The new Miami International Airport. A new 350-space ground-level short-term parking lot. The new Miami International Airport. The only U.S. airport with sleep pods. The new Miami International Airport. The international gateway to the Americas with more flights to South America than all U.S. airports combined. The new Miami International Airport. And coming soon, 61 new retail and food shops to add to your airport's savoir-faire. Come experience the new Miami International Airport and watch us move towards the future. The new Miami International Airport. Do you own a business outsourcing your accounting? Then call the accounting and tax experts at TNJ Tax Service. For over 30 years, TNJ Tax Service has been preparing taxes for South Florida companies and individuals. As enrolled agents with the Internal Revenue Service, the pros at TNJ Tax Service can represent you or your company professionally to the IRS. Have challenges with your company's bookkeeping? Then call TNJ Tax Services. QuickBooks certified. TNJ Tax Services can provide training on QuickBooks for any small business. If you need monthly or quarterly bookkeeping services to handle all of your payroll and business needs, then you need to call. TNJ Tax Service, located at Taft and Flamingo in the Pillbox Plaza. Call 954-432-1700. 954-432-1700. TNJ Tax Services. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL, customer service is back in shipping. Fresh talk with a South Florida flavor. Are there any women here today? 4 to 6 p.m., 1360 WKAT. Hey, welcome back. This is Rich Rothman. It's, uh, wow, it's overwhelming, isn't it? Welcome to the overwhelming time for the Rich Rothman Show. It's 439 for those of you who need to be digital about everything. And, um, we're on 1360 WKAT or we're streaming at the Rich Rothman Show. 
dot com. Yay! Yay! Uh, you can also call us and order your pizza because it's almost pizza night. Three zero five four four seven three two zero one. And for those of you who need to hear it again, it's three zero five four four seven three two zero one. It will not change. So um, write that down and get back to us because we're going to have some interesting topics to talk about. Jeff Sabar's on the phone, is he not? I'll have double cheese and pepperoni, please. All right, coming up, coming up. Go. All right, coming or up. Or if it's we're in the home office, so actually Pizza's I'll have ready. just the mac and cheese. Pizza's ready. That that pizza in here. Okay, Jeff. Hello. It is almost Memorial Day weekend. This is the start of the summer. This is a very auspicious. When I was a kid, I used to be a pool director at Westchester Country Club up in um, Westchester County, and so this represented for me. I was done with college for the summer. I would come down, stay in my uh, my aunt's house in Manhattan, and then I go so up to Westchester. Yep. And uh, so this was like the big weekend. This is like when everyone started coming to the golf courses, and you know what I mean? And the kids would be there, and you'd have to teach swimming to the to the people, and I have to teach life-saving. I used to be a W. You know, this is a big weekend. So people are going to be traveling. So having said that, yeah, Wanda, you have a question? I just have a question. Did yeah, they, go ahead. Did they move Memorial Day weekend? I always thought it was the end of So did I. I thought it was like the weekend of the 28th. I was always, I'm really confused why they, it's early this year. Well, they moved it bec- to um, the, the the weekend before the last Wednesday or some goofy-ass thing. Oh. You can't reason, say goofy-ass. Oh, I can't? No, oh, there's no... First of all, well, excuse. Disney's turning over in his frozen little pouch that he's but, in. But but they, they made it one of the three-day weekend things that they did for the banking community. Oh. So that so they took it away from the 28th? Right. Because, you know, I've been telling everybody, oh, no, it's next week. That's no. And then no, my no, son no, no. told me two days ago, he said, I don't have school on Friday. God knows why. They never have school in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> and then, and, yeah, I said, like, wow, why? And then, and, and then I don't have school on Monday. Yeah, but that's because teachers like four-day weekends as opposed to bankers who like three-day weekends. Well, it made me crazy. <laughs> I, you know, kids don't go to school. My son's getting his master's up in Chicago, all right? He, he goes to school two days a week. I, I got my master's. I went to school five days practically, you know, two or three classes a day. He goes two days a week, three-hour classes at night. And it's only at 5 o'clock at night. It's like 5 to 8.45 or some ridiculous time. I'm like, boy, did I go to the wrong time. Exactly. See, I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I had to work. I had to really work my right. bottom off. In, in graduate school, they made us go to school on, on Saturday. Yeah, I did that, too. Because they wanted us to get used to a six-day work week. <laughs> no, I, 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 I was the only idiot when I went beyond my master's towards my doctoral. I went Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday courses. It was very depressing. All right, Jeffrey. Hey, Jeff. Jeff is here. <laughs> Jeff. No, we feel so much better because now we're going to learn about technology. And technology is going to save the day. Now, we made the comment earlier. I don't know whether you heard it. Maybe you didn't. Probably didn't. That, you know, we've reached a point, you don't even have to get out of bed and go to work, do you? Funny you should say that. Lately, I've had my laptop propped up on a tray in my in my bed oh so my that God. I can just work. Now, I don't wake up at, you know, 9, 10, 11 o'clock. You know, I work from home, so we sleep in, and then, you know, call it quits about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But, no, I mean, I, if I... <laughs> This I, is a I great life, Zabar. And it's all good, you know. I can work from the work from the bedroom. I can work from the home office. I got my BlackBerry. I can work from the road. We can work from anywhere. Even the bathroom. The bathroom. I can even do that. Why not? I, I have Wi-Fi in my house. I can I go just, anywhere I, in my house. Absolutely. But yeah, but in the bathroom, they could hear the flusher. I don't want to go there, all right? Just <laughs> ixnay on that, all right? Well, Jeffrey is here. He's a nice gone. guy. Yeah, but... 
So but this I is a family the, show. I hate the sound of that flush. All right, going off. stop it. <laughs> but that was always the best part of All in the Family is when you when you knew Archie had flushed and then <laughs> gave it that look. You know, I don't remember that part. I really don't. Oh, and yeah. I did watch All in the Family. That was the best part. Yeah. You always heard really? the flushing. Really? Yeah, you always heard the flushing, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to have to go back. We have a whole bunch of outtakes from uh, All in the Family. I'm going to go through them this weekend. Maybe I can find them. It's out there. All right, Jeff, what are we talking about today? Well, you know what? There's a lot of cool things going on, and I think that I'll put the question to you and to our our, our folk out there. Is anyone connected on LinkedIn? On what? LinkedIn, yes. not. LinkedIn? LinkedIn. 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 You know the guy on the uh, the the $5 bill? Link in linked L I N K E D N linked in is that it Jeff That's it LinkedIn Never heard of it And what LinkedIn is is an online networking uh tool where it it works off the premise of sort of you know 6 degrees of separation or whatever the case may be and it's if I know Rich and Rich knows Wanda and Wanda knows knows someone else out there and I need to get in touch with that someone else out there I go to Rich and say, hey, Rich, I can see that this guy knows somebody that you know. Um, can you put us together? It's a great deal-making, not, not deal-making, but it's a great networking tool, um, and one of many that have come along. And there's a lot of great ways to, to broaden your horizon and broaden your connections out there using the online universe. And it's just one of them that I've, that I've written about of late for my column for the South Florida Business Journal, my marketing column, and it really helps people build their connections, build their network, stay in front of folk, and, and hopefully do a little business. I don't understand how it works. Okay, here's how it works. Um, you go to LinkedIn.com, and this is, there's a number of them out there. There's a number, you know, in as much as you can go to MySpace, and you can do a Facebook and other, other tools like that. So, so this, is social, no, uh, this uh, is social networking. This is online social networking. Which, by the way, is mega big. It's, it's, I mean, not just here. In China, it's huge. It's huge. It's yep. everywhere. Okay. And, and you know what? A lot of people, I'm not a, uh, but I'll throw out another caveat, that I'm not a big believer in in relying on these. My kids chide me for not having a MySpace page, and my kids chide me for not working my Facebook any more aggressively than I do. Um, but I And I have LinkedIn, but I don't go out and search for people on LinkedIn that uh, that might be able to do some, some business together, whatever the case may be. But what you do is you go, and it's free, just like MySpace and Facebook. You go and you register, and you create an account, and then you go and look for others um, out there who might have you search through through communities. You can search through Fort Lauderdale or Miami. You can search for interests. You can search for people who went to your high school, for example, or your college, your alma mater. And then you reach out to them, and you'd say, you know, hey, Bob, you know what, I'd, I'd like to add you to my, you know, as a connection in my in my LinkedIn or Facebook, you know, I'd you like, you know, might like to make a connection. And then what you do is by adding them as a connection, you might see other people who they're connected with and then say, hey, I need to get in touch with this guy or that guy or that gal and build a connection. And it's only what you make of it. It can be just another way in the online universe to build some connections out there. And it, it can be pretty um, pretty astonishing, the people who you can get in touch with. Two people this week who I went to high school with and have literally have not seen since probably before high school graduation reached out and asked for a connection to me. And, you know, it's, it's got to be permission-based, so I... They can't just connect to me. They have to ask for permission, and I have to grant it. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. I mean, at the very least, as you get older, it, it brings some people back into your circle. And at the, at the most, 
it can hopefully build some business for you. Well, you know, Jay, I was I was talking yeah. Jeff. I was talking to a a, a fellow the other day, a, a former consultant uh, with the firm I was with, and he said that one of the values of LinkedIn was uh, as kind of a commercial uh, for your professional skills and background that uh, it job hunting or or putting yourself out there available as a professional that it was extremely valuable and I, and I was trying to understand how in the world that could have value when you're essentially connected in with your your friends well there's a couple ways to add value to your, your LinkedIn by in and of itself is not I, I don't believe it's a value personally I, I believe that having your own website that has um, your information has samples of what you've done throughout your career, um, maybe even has testimonials. That, I think, is of more value because you can truly brand it as your own. But there are things that you can do with your, your LinkedIn connection that can add value. You can have people give testimonials or commentary on you. So if you have people who are truly of influence, you know, if I wanted to have, if I'm looking for a gig down here, I, you know, I'm, I'm marketing myself in the South Florida marketplace, having Rich Rothman put a testimonial on my LinkedIn page or or MySpace or not as much MySpace but Facebook um, would probably be of value to those who know Rich. Um, might say, hey, you know what? Rich endorses this guy. You know, maybe he's he's all that. Or they might say that and say, well, I'm certainly going 180 degrees in the other direction if Rich has endorsed him. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I could understand that part of it. There there's there's 50 percent of them out there that just think I'm an aggressive, crazy guy. Exactly. If they like aggressive and crazy, they they you know say, hey, Jeff, we're going to steer you some work. If they don't, they say. Right. You know what, that Rothman dude, eh, we're not too up on that, so well, we're going to go the other direction. Jeff, do you know that I, when I attended the seminar on uh, crisis management at Burson, they were talking about the significance of social networking, uh -huh. and it's very, 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 very important for corporations now. Right. And Southwest Airlines and their uh, ding, you know, their ding thing, Bruce, you, you've got right. that on your computer. Mm -hmm. You know, that little bell thing, right. and, and when the specials come up, right. it, it hits your, uh, your desktop or right. whatever it is, and boom, you go to it and get a better deal. So the first, I think, year and a half that that came out and they marketed it, they did almost $200 million in additional revenue. That's amazing. Oh, my god! Yeah, it was like 180-some-odd no million dollars, and it, and it was not even in two years. It was about a year and a half, slightly under. And it was all they they put a couple of coders, you know, uh, web you know encoding uh, uh, programmers on it to build this thing. Probably in the you know, they did their research, thought that it would work, you know, a week or two of programming to make it happen, and then they put marketing on it. And um, you know, they're probably who knows what their investment was—a million bucks, maybe a little more behind maybe. the marketing and everything—and then to turn that kind of money, absolutely unbelievable. I'll give you another example of the power of their system at Ding. About uh, two years ago, Southwest was debating, and they tested, going to a reservation for seat system. Right. As you know, if anybody flies Southwest, it's like a cattle call, you know, A, B, C. Uh, yeah. You I mean, I never understood when I first started flying to Kansas about three years ago. I never flew Southwest before. So I get to the airport in Fort Lauderdale. I go to Southwest. And it's not even an hour. I mean, it's an hour and 20 minutes before the flight. I'm insane. I get there before the plane is built. I mean, that's how early <laughs> I get there before. I drive people crazy. So I get there, and people are lined up with this A thing. And I said, wow, well, let me think. I had a 3.6 acumen. All right, I'll go on this one. I said, what is this ABC thing? And it was, you know, lining up to get on. So, okay, so they decide that they're going to they're gonna try testing. And in Baltimore was one airport that they tried it in. 
for reservations for see do you know that the people went insane so right. much on the social networking they dropped the program but what they did come up with is one that we know about right now where you you 24 hours in advance you can right. reserve right. Uh, your your placement you so, get your a b or c and you have a number a number and what's interesting is i i flew that way recently and so i was like a47 bingo um so i was like a47 so i go up and i put myself in front of a48 and I feel like I'm cutting in line here, but he was just like, "Yep, you're you're in front of me." You know, there's it, it's part. I want to say honor system again. You got it on your on your ticket, and they hold you to it as you walk through. But you know, it's it's all playing by the system that they've established. And you know what? We play by the game, and that's how you know. By extension, it, it's it's how you're able to use the web and use networking and use online to to build a brand something that people will buy into and people will embrace. I mean, there are junkies who love that and are Southwest enthusiasts because they love the way it works. Well, they, they feel part of it. So the social network is important. What's this link? Say, that, say it again. Linked? LinkedIn, like chain link. L-I-N-K. Yeah. Yeah. Past tense. Linked. L-I-N-K-E-D. So linked in. Dot com. Um, and so, you know, again, you could use it. You can use something like Facebook to create, and then again to to, to no, network socially. You know, MySpace is more for people have their MySpace. It's not quite the same as as a as a Facebook or 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 a LinkedIn. But there's a number of them. You know, Plaxo, the the P L A X O, the one that um, you use to create your 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 business cards and to to keep up on your your online or your database of people, and you can send it out there and it'll, it'll check uh, people's connection and you know their their contact information. You know, they have their own network that they've created. A lot of people are trying to get involved and in, in heavily behind this, this same concept. And you know what? The caveat behind all this, it is what you make of it. I know there's a guy, um, Michael Goldberg, who's up at Zimmerman Advertising in, in um, Fort Lauderdale. He has hundreds of people on his, his LinkedIn. There's a guy who runs a PR firm in, in Miami, has almost a 1,000 connections on his LinkedIn. He works that. He's a PR guy, so he works it like a maven. Uh, for me, you know what? Eh, you know, does it work? Okay, if someone sends me an invite, I, I'll, I'll accept the invite. But if, if um, I'm not, I don't go out hunting for folk that way. And it really has, it, it, has it led to any business for me? Who knows? Has it led to business for some of these guys? I know the PR dude got two um, new, new employees because he sent out, hey, I'm looking for two junior PR people. And he was able to pick up some folk. Um, you know, so it, again, it all gets back to anything that you do online, whether you're blogging on your website, whether you're working like Twitter or some of these other sites, whether you're using LinkedIn the way you should be. It's all the time that you put into it and the effort you put into it as to what may come back as results in the end. Well, Jeff, I think that's terrific, but I never, you know, I'm, I'm a, I never got involved in Facebook. I thought that was for the kids. Hey, I'll, I'll link you in. I'll send you an invitation. But I say I don't want to be in all this. I yeah, don't want do. people to find me. I'll handle me. it for no, you. No, I don't want people to find no, me. No, we're we're gonna find you. You want them to yeah, find the show. Be. Yeah, you gotta be. I want them to be. find the show, and that's why we were on iTunes. I like that. No, that sounds got, see, it's, and also, nice. What makes social networking work is peer pressure. So, Rich, you gotta be. Hey, yeah, guys, you're gonna be in. Rich has to be in it. All right, all right. I'll I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. Well, listen, we gotta go. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being around today. I know you're busy. Um, we'll, look, we'll have to look for your column in the South Florida Business Journal. And once again, where can they find you? www.chiefhomeofficer.com. You betcha. It's all good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Bye. You will.
He okay. Is, he's I, truly the master of his domain. No, he, he is. And, you know, I don't take all the stuff that seriously. I don't want to be that accessible. And I really thought all this stuff was for my kids anyway. I mean, I, but now he's telling me that the adults are doing this. No, you got to do this. I mean, you really do. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. I don't think I want to have my people find me well, from don't high school. But just do it for the show's sake. They well, were nuts in high school. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll send you an invite to link on. Look at some of the stuff, and it's kind of interesting, Rich. I think you might, I think you might get a kick out of it. Well, you know, I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna ask a stranger just came in. No, Meredith Port is here. Did I say that right? You said it perfectly. All right, Meredith, do you do this social networking stuff? Well, it's a funny thing because I started getting one LinkedIn, another LinkedIn, and it seems like every day I'm getting another. Uh, you see, I'm old. Can, well, I LinkedIn. I'm old. You know, that's, it's, that's it's the whole thing. I'm old. You're LinkedIn now. I'm so out of it. I am an anachronism. That's not good. See, everyone's doing it. Except you. Except me. We're going to get you. Wanda's in charge, so. Well, we're. thank you for having Jeff talk about that today, because I really didn't take it seriously. But I will now. I will now. I'll move forward. Okay. Meredith is here. Meredith has been a producer and a host of WLRN, and I know everybody knows WLRN, and Wanda is on WLRN every morning from 5 to 10, and uh, uh, giving us the news. Um, and she's been there for about 25 years. You've been around 25 years in South Florida. That's impossible. That's a long time, isn't it? I mean, it? it's impossible. And Channel 17. Right, 25 years. I mean, I, I haven't done anything. But I, I, mean, I know. Marriage, the farthest I got was 13 years. That, that's, that was one. Pretty good. That was good. I thought I, that I was good. I couldn't even stay in school 25 years. No, seven <laughs> college was, that was it for me. But uh, anyway, but she uh, produces and hosts the arts and entertainment program on WLRN TV entitled Art Street, which is exciting. We'll talk about that for a second. And some of the people that Meredith has interviewed, which kind of turns me on, Madeline Albright, very exciting, Garrison Keillor, right, okay. Yanni, talk about long hair. Nice hair. Very nice, nice hair. hair. Nice hair. Nice, nice hair. music. Hair. Guys in another world. He takes over a Greek island and never sound the same. I mean, Yanni is Yanni. I mean, it's, it's exciting. And, and men who have one name kind of intrigue me anyway. I am Yanni. I am Yanni. I have your music. I come here. I speak in Greek. It's a good time. You have a good time. Sit down. You listen. I do. And uh, Jane Seymour, whom I, if you think of Jane Seymour, you think of Jane Fonda. And you think of working out back in the 70s because Jane Fonda's good girlfriend was Jane Seymour back in the 70s. So that's exciting. And Lynn Redgrave. So it doesn't get much better than that. Uh, Meredith, pl pleasure having you here today. It's good to be here, Richard. And, um, and we're having a little fun today. Tell us for a second about Art Street. Just tell us about the show for a second. Okay, so well, we can promo you. Um, it was, thank you for that. It was about six years ago that we were talking about with the executive producer of the show, Adrian Kennedy, what is it that we feel we can do in the community that needs to be done, that's not being done. And we have, you know, we've done everything at Channel 17 over the years, whether it's politics or or oh, just so many kinds of things. No, done. You know, I have watched. I've seen specials for Frank Sinatra, rock and roll specials, cooking, Yanni. Right, Yanni. I mean. And we just at the time six years ago, Richard. You know, it was a little different. We thought, you know, arts. You know, we need to expose the arts to South Florida more of the arts. And I, I really wondered at the time whether there was enough out there. And I found out that I was very, very wrong. That there is so much that I, I can't even keep up with. What's going on in the what arts you world? On? What? We're on um, on certain Mondays of the month and certain Saturdays, and in Dade County, we're on every week Thursday nights. Actually, on another station, Channel 79. And terrific. Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to listen to Steve Spielberg for a second. A little, you know, this is the weekend. This is what my children have waited 19 years 
course, one of them's only 17, but he's an old 17. <laughs> Waiting 19 years for the next installment. My son's getting his master's. I think he's online already for this. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Art Street. We're going to talk about um, images and voices of hope. I think it's very important. I'd like to understand that. I want our audience to understand that. We'll be right back. This is Rich Roppin on 1360 WKAT. Do not go anywhere. We have much to talk about. Miami Lyric Opera proudly presents Lucia de la Mamor on Saturday, May 24th at the Colony Theater, Lincoln Road in Miami Beach. This timeless, tragic opera from Gaetano Donizetti.